three. Thank you for your prayers. Praise God. I appreciate my my brothers and sisters, my friends, my family in God. It's such a such important thing that we have here today and uh praise God. The devil's fighting, I know. But thank God for victory. Amen. Thank God for people that are praying for you and hallelujah. They care, truly care about it. Means a lot to me. Means a lot to me. Sister Daphne was sharing a little bit of something she read in Second Timothy about Paul. And um appreciate what she had to say, but I something Paul was was writing to Timothy and encouraging him. And but uh that that chapter and that book really, really I've 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 had some, some talks with the Lord about. I've really struggled with. And I said, God, I know Paul just a hero of faith. An amazing ministry that God gave Paul. Who could deny it? And yet you see him in the last chapters of his life alone. Alone. Very few, very few cared about Paul. And that, I said, God, I'm just being honest with you. There was a time in my life I said, God, to do all this and to have nobody with you? To have Timothy as a son and then maybe Luke to come and bring some books and some a coat to him. But he went down a list of people that forsook him. And, and he said, no one stood with me this last time. I was, I, was, I was answering for my faith and no one stood with me. And I said, God, that's so hard to think that that could happen to somebody so faithful. And I had to get to a place. had to go through some things to get to a place to say, God, if I stand with you, I don't stand alone. Amen. That if I can just be faithful to you, that's that's what matters. Amen. And that my motives have to be for for you and your kingdom alone. And uh, and I thank God for that. But I thank God for friends that even in these hard times are with me. And God bless you for your prayers. Amen. Matthew three. If you have it, say amen. Father, we love you. Thank you for your presence here. Thank you, Lord, for the reality of just this, Lord, the truth of your word and what it means to us. God, help us, I pray, to receive it now into our hearts. Lord, we are living in these days, God, with, Lord, such darkness in the land. But thank you for, Lord, the truth of your word, God, that is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path, God. Bless your word. Bless the hearts, Lord, that are here to receive it, God. And we ask you to work in Jesus' name, we pray. Everybody said amen. Amen. Matthew 3 verse 1 says, In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And this is he that was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Drop down to verse 7. For sake of time. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, wow, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come, bring forth therefore fruits, meat for repentance. Show me that you've repented with a life that bears evidence. Think not that you say within yourselves, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able to raise the uh, able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. Listen now. 
And now also the axe is laid under the root of the trees. He talked about fruits. Now he's talking about roots. The axe is laid under the root of the tree. Therefore, every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast in the fire. I indeed baptize you with water under repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner. But... He will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. God bless you. You can be seated. We'll talk about roots and fruits. Hallelujah. I have seen in all the years of my living for God and time in ministry, not just what I see Maybe on the surface, but I've realized so much about the fruit of our lives is really contingent on what's down underneath the surface. More and more in these years that I have ministered, I have can't say it's been a privilege to see people that outwardly seem to be doing everything right. Seemed like, by all the evidence, they were had everything I had. Seemed like they just were true blue, just real. Amen? But, sometimes it ends up that when trouble and fire is applied to your life, What's beneath the surface so often comes comes out. Amen. And sadly, I feel like I've seen situations where maybe maybe they just wanted to fit in. Maybe they respected the teaching and and, and wanted to. To definitely not cause any problems. I want to surrender and submit to, to what I hear so I can be a part of what's happening. But then you find out so quickly something happens, something, something, uh, something difficult, and you face that challenge, and all of a sudden you... What happened to that life? What happened to, to what you said you believed? Oh, I never believed that. Where once there's testimonies of people saying, man, I love this, I love everybody, everything's so great. I've seen those same people say, come with hatred against me, against you, against the church. I'm not not exaggerating with such a harsh word. People saying, I've never felt like this was right. What happened? Praise God. I've seen it happen to churches. I told my wife this morning, I want my heart is to to inspire and bring hope, but I hope you I hope you I hope it comes across that way. I hope you get it. I feel like somebody will. But I do believe there's gonna be a challenge in this. I I 
I've seen churches that seem strong and people, man, look at that, that they, they know how to worship. They know how to, how to, how to, uh, just to treat one another, it seems. But then, then a problem comes and all of a sudden they're at each other's throats like a bunch of animals. And I've, I've seen that and it's not, it's not set well with me. And I've realized, I've realized it's very easy to, to focus on an outward exterior and appearance and not have the root. Not have a real, bona fide, genuine walk with God. Because this salvation that I've been preaching about seems like more and more these last few services is a great salvation. And I feel like I've seen some some situations as I, I pray for direction and and seek God for, for, for vision. That would be so much easier, like any parent, to say, you just sit down, shut up, and behave yourself. And never spend that time to, to discipline, to teach. Hello, anybody? And I feel like there is such a temptation, if you will, to make everything look so good and just deal with things and, and, and be so easy. Just say, hey, preacher, make sure you don't upset anybody. Make sure you just, just uh, uh, deal with uh, so everything is, is smooth and easy. But, but digging down and getting to the root of it. I spent a lot of time throughout the week dealing with people asking questions about fruit. About evidence, about specific ways that you got to work and live in this world that we live in. Amen. But none of that really matters if you don't have a root down into the Word of God and have that planting by the rivers of water. Amen. That's right. And I know, I know, I love you this morning. And I know it's, it's not what people want to be. They don't want to be challenged when they come to church. They want to be validated. They want, they want to hear, yo, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Everything's okay. You're great. And, and, and yes, God does love you. And He does think you're pretty great. Or He wouldn't have died on that cross for you. Amen. But we got to look at what this Bible teaches is really salvation. And how much victory God paid for for you. How much power God really gives His church. Amen. Uh, it breaks my heart to think that there are people standing up and smiling and saying, God's the greatest thing in the world. The devil's a liar and, and everything, man, God's given us is power over Satan, power over sin, power over the world. And we're still bound. We're still afflicted. We don't have power when it really needs, is needed the most. Amen. And if you're honest with yourself, you can look at churches and look at people, and they're still bound in their addictions. Amen. When the tough going gets tough, they're, they're still struggling and hurting and bound up. Amen. When God's come to give us life. God's come to give us power. God's come to give us victory. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, this cross, this Holy Ghost, this burying that old life in Jesus' name, oh, it'll give you more than what I think a lot of people are willing to admit. 
We're not a powerless church. We're built on a foundation that the gates of hell cannot and shall not prevail against. We've got victory, amen, over the world, over sin, and over flesh. Amen. John said, I'm going to take the axe and put it right down to the root of the tree. What's he talking about? This was not a message that was just out on the streets to those that didn't know any better. This was to a religious people, people of the covenant. And he said, we become so religious, but there's no power. We become so religious, but all we got is self-righteousness. We feel good about ourselves because we are this or we're that. He says, God can take these rocks. God can take these stones and call them his children. And they do better than we're doing right now. We need to have an experience with God that gets away from sin, crucifies flesh, and puts a devil under our feet. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what God said. That's what this this Bible does not even hint at a life that is defeated. It's victory. Amen. It's power. Praise God. It's authority. It's dominion over the flesh. Woo. Hallelujah. God bless you. You can be seated. If you don't have it today, I pray that your attitude is, I don't and I hate it. Preacher, help me get it. Amen. Don't tell me, don't, don't lull me to sleep. Tell me how to have this down deep inside of me. Amen. Tell me how to have victory, praise God, when I need it the most. Help me to have the same victory I'm telling the world they can have. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. John, John 3, I know we're familiar with it. Probably could quote most of it, but thank God for the word. John 3, verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again. Born again. Hallelujah. Born again means it's a new life. Except a man be born. He cannot see the kingdom of God. That's a new life. Help us, God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? He can, can he enter in second time into his mother's womb and be born? If you're going to see that, where the Lord is trying to give you a spiritual understanding, but the world's always trying to look at it as carnal and natural. Amen. Verily, verily, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say, Except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit. There it is. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. Why is that? That which is born of flesh is flesh. You can reform flesh. You can try to behave better with flesh. You can try to quit habits with the flesh. But flesh is still flesh. You need the Holy Ghost. You need the power of God to give you a born-again experience. That which is born of flesh is flesh. I've got that. You've got that. That's the enemy. Amen. You say, I thought the devil's the enemy. Oh, yeah, sure he is. But your flesh needs to be crucified. That which is born of spirit is spirit. Marvel not. Don't be surprised that I say unto thee, you must be born again. Listen to this. New. A new birth. 
My old life has got to pass away. My new, that old life's got to die. That's what repentance is. It's dead now. Praise God. I'm not that. I'm a new creation. A new creature in Christ. A completely different creation. That's not who I am. Got a new name. Got a new identity. Old things have passed away. They've been buried. And I'm walking in a new life. My new life isn't me trying harder. I can't try hard enough to be saved. If I could try hard enough and be able to get through the gates of heaven, Jesus wouldn't have had to die. I can't do it. My very best is filthy rags. Are you hearing me? I am completely and utterly, my best state is altogether vanity. But Jesus came, amen, took the price, hallelujah, paid it for me, paid in full to give me a new life. That old life is dead now. Amen. Is it? I, I, I thank God for some of you that maybe you don't know us as, as good. And we get every now and then I will have somebody come along and, and shake their head and say, Folks like you don't understand what I go through because of my, I, I come from a world that's worldly. I come from sin that's sinful. <laughs> to God be the glory. Some of you that I've reached out to even this week and I said, you know what, your, your past and your identity, that's, that's not who you are today. That's not who you are today. Amen. You're... Your personality that was completely just wrapped up in depression. That's who you were. Everybody knew it. Amen. Your anxiety. That was who you were. Amen. But now, look at you. You see a servant of God. You see somebody that's kind and compassionate. Amen. You don't see that. That old life is dead now. It's not an addict. Amen. It's a child of God. Amen. It's not a sinner. It's a child of God. Amen. Those things are passed away now. Amen. It's a new life. You can have it. It's yours. The devil's a liar. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God bless you. It doesn't surprise me, sister, was talking about a little bit today. It doesn't surprise me. I, I, if you would come here and say, man, it's, it's been tough. It's been tough today. <gasps> no. <laughs> I understand that. I get that. This Bible's got a lot of types and shadows in the Old Testament. A lot of it's battles and wars. That's <laughs> what it's about. Amen. We'll help you. We'll pray for you. We'll get you to the victory because it's yours. Losing's not an option. Not in the kingdom of God. The devil doesn't have that kind of power. Amen. The only time, the only time you'll ever see God's people losing battles is when they went to battle before they went to their knees. The only time you see them dying in battle is because they never repented before they got up and said, Okay, devil, now we're going to take your head off. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Struggle? Sure. 
Amen. If you told me, I'll tell you, this has been a tough week. Oh, will you pray for me? I, I need you. I need some reinforcements. Nothing wrong with that. Amen. You say, Pastor, this has been a year. I'm telling you, the devil just not giving me any slack. And whoo. Say, I, I understand that. We're going to pray extra hard. We're going to get some people together. You're going to be all right. We're going to make it. I, 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 that, doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. There's nothing odd about that. Amen. Think it not strange concerning those fiery trials. Amen. When you're going through it, and we're going to say, hey, get, hold on. You're going to be better off when this is done. But when you allow yourself, and you underline that and highlight it, and we'll get back to it. To let the devil defeat you to a point where that enemy is controlling you. Where he's got victory over you. I'll tell you what, you've got to make a choice to stand up and say, not anymore. Amen. Because God's given you better than that. That old life doesn't come creeping back in and start taking control until you give it place. That, that power of the devil has no other. You keep fighting and putting it down. And if you need help, there's help available. Amen. 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 Praise His name. God bless you. Who you're li- what you're living right now as a child of God is not just a better form of what you were. It is a new creation. Hallelujah. That's, that's, that's salvation. And I, I have never before felt so strong that so many people in this world today don't get that. That it is about just saying I love Jesus and just trying a little harder. That's not the gospel. The gospel is the old life dies at the altar. It dies in repentance. That's not who I am anymore. And we bury it in the name of Jesus Christ. It's buried now and God fills you with new life. New creation. Amen. A new identity. That's right. Praise God. Oh, give God the praise. I love it. It's for you. Amen. Well, praise God. God bless you. I don't know. uh, Well, praise God. You just please understand. I want to help you. Praise the Lord. Sure, we have fight battles. But I, I challenge you right now. Praise God. You know where I live. Praise the Lord. You come by our place sometime. Hallelujah. You think it's always easy? Of course not. What time of the day? You want to wake me up in the middle of the night? How about my wife? Praise God. You want to... You're going to find a friend. You're going to find fruit. Amen. To God be the glory. I'm not bragging about strength. Amen. No matter what I'm going through, no matter what she's going through, amen. Praise God. You're not going to find the old Sister Flosser. Amen. You're not going to find the old Brother Flosser. Amen. That's dead. Been having a tough year, praise God. I'm not saying I have. I haven't. But if I had been, you're not going to find that old sinner. Amen. Those old tendencies, that old flesh. Amen. There's not going to be this way where you say, oh, man, I'm sorry. Hey, listen, you just don't know what I'm going through. Amen. I don't believe in it. I got something better than that. 
I've got Calvary. I got the blood of Jesus Christ. I got the name of Jesus Christ. I've got it is written in the word of God. Amen. I got the Holy Ghost down in my soul. Amen. Hallelujah. It's bigger than my weakness. It's bigger than my flesh. It's bigger than my battle. It's bigger than the devil. It's victory in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. God bless you. Praise God. Somebody cuts you off in traffic and all of a sudden that's the old you comes out. Where did it come from? Say, oh, you won't believe what slipped out of me. Blood of Jesus didn't do the work, I guess. It is finished was a lie. I don't believe it. That's what I believe. I'm just going to tell you right now. That's what I believe. That it is finished was the finished work. Amen. And whatever you need, praise God, you need to just give it up to God and say, that's not who I am. And I choose. I don't allow the enemy. I don't allow my flesh to have dominion over me. Amen. Woo. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You might not like how I come across sometimes when I'm trying to help you be saved. Amen. Hallelujah. But it doesn't mean I have to get carnal. It's not the old me coming out. Amen. I won't talk about how the old me would handle things. Amen. It don't matter what time of the day. I'm not saying it's always easy. I'm not always saying it's always convenient or fun. But I'm not looking for an excuse. I hate that old man. I hate that old life. I'm not looking for an excuse to let it live in me. Amen. I want every part of it crucified all day, every day. And if I get up in the middle of the night, it's dead. It's, cr- it's hanging on the cross. Amen. Hallelujah. Second Peter. I believe it. I believe if you can get so fall out of love with your flesh. People are lovers of flesh. They're lovers of their own selves, the Bible says in this last day. You got to say that is, that is, I, I don't want it. I don't need it. I'm not keeping it in my back pocket as a reserve just in case I feel like I got to tell somebody off. Just in case I got to be. Uh uh-uh, uh, that's, that crucify it. Crucify it. Your old, that old nature of yours is on the cross. Keep it there. Keep it there. Say, brother, I didn't say it was always easy. I think I made that clear. Amen. But you got to fight this fight. You got to win this battle. Praise the Lord. If people are going to see Jesus shining through us, it's not going to shine through our flesh. We're going to have to have that crucified to tell them to turn from their sin. Amen. That old life is not who you are anymore. That should be as far away. Amen. I, I like using the scripture there about the how God gave that the, the three Hebrew children deliverance out of the fiery furnace. Amen. That not even the smell of smoke hung on their clothes. Amen. It was complete deliverance. So much greater, so much more in the New Testament do we have a Savior. Amen. We're making excuses for our sin, making excuses for flesh, and wanting to preach or wanting the church and whatever. So just say, oh, don't worry, dear. God's grace and God's mercy. Hey, I'm a recipient of God's grace and mercy. 
But if you keep falling into the wrong kind of conversation, falling in to the to that anger and that impatience, falling in to all that something needs to change. Amen. Praise God. That you gotta hate it. You gotta say that that's not who I am anymore. You gotta believe it. That I'm born again. See, I, I just I'm just telling you what Jesus said. Born again. Old things pass away, nailed to the cross every day. I thank God for it. Every day, I just I, I look at it and say, God, I'm, I, I just believe it. It's me. It's what you did for me. I, how would I not believe it? This is a Bible. This is His Word. Amen. Hallelujah. I see some of the amazing transformations. But this isn't about just behaving better. And it's easy. When you're all about behavior, you'll look at other people and say, ha, you know, look at how they're behaving. I have no desire to have people doing things that don't have the root of it in their heart. I have no desire to have people following whatever it might be, no matter how right it is, if their heart's not right. And my struggle is that I believe there's going to be people waking up on Judgment Day. And you think they're going to be judged on your good days and your strong days and your easy days. And in those days when everything was good and everything was easy, you said, oh, I trust you, God. I put my faith in you. I believe you. I thank you. I give my life for you. And God's got the whole record right there. It says, you know, but every time there was a test, how'd you do? Amen. Listen to me. Hear this with all your heart. Just because you said, I'm sorry, after you failed a test. You say, well, that's how you get saved. You just keep saying you're sorry. Where is that in the Bible? This is a born-again change, transformation. That you, 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 get, you get victory over your enemy. Amen. God brings that out in you to show you, hey, I don't want that anymore, God. You, give me, you show me how to fight that fight better now. Amen. Look at Second Peter 3. God help us. Oh, hallelujah. There is, I'm sad, sad to say, there is this, you know, this idea. People say, oh, I don't believe in that. You know, you're once saved, always saved. You can never be lost. But you live the same way and just say, oh, no, all you got to do is say, I'm sorry. Just say you're sorry. Sorry, God, if I did anything wrong today. Sorry about that. No change. Still fighting the same battles. How long? That's just how, that's, I'm just weak. Does the Bible tell us how to get strong? Does the Bible tell us how to get filled up? Does the Bible tell us how to, how to, how to trust in the Lord and lean on His strength? Amen. Well, praise God. There's victory for you. I don't want you to wake up and say, you know what, God's, God's gave you victory, but you kept on just holding on to it, saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, because you didn't want the guilt. You didn't want to be accountable for failing, but you didn't want to pass a test and get victory. That's not what we need in church. That's not what we need in pulpits. That's not what we need in ministry. We need people that have something that says, devil, you're under my feet. Amen. No matter how easy, if it gets tough, hey, I'm up for it. Amen. It gets difficult, that's what the Holy Ghost is about. Devil, you're fighting. God, I got help. Amen. Somebody's going to help me win. Amen. Oh, yeah. Well, praise God. Amen. God bless you. Second Peter 3, 
Verse 11. Hallelujah. You can have this kind. This salvation is a great salvation. We're not walking around with a fake smile on our face. We're not walking around with some kind of cheesy grin and a plastic attitude. We got some real victory. Amen. And it's in your home. It's in your family. It's on the job. It's with your neighbors. And no matter what the enemy brings your way, God's bigger. I said God's bigger. The Holy Ghost is stronger. Amen. The promises of God are truer. Amen. Second Peter 3.11, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved. This, this world is not my home. You're worried about everything that's going on. Hey, it's all going to be dissolved. Amen. Praise God. I'm not saying to be totally ignorant of what's going on in the world, but false religion dissolved. Amen. Politics dissolved. It's, it's, look, this is the, the reality of it. You say you're not. You say it's not important. I'm saying it's not going to be. It's not eternal. There's a government that's upon his shoulders. That I am more interested in making sure is in my life. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, praise God. I seen some. I seen a a preacher with a with a cap that said Trump save America. A preacher. Trump save America. You got your priorities messed up. Jesus needs to save America. Amen. We need Jesus to save churches, it seems, and pastors, it seems. Amen. Well, praise God. These things are going to be dissolved. Where's your focus? If you know everything's going to be dissolved, what it says is, amen, what manner of persons ought you be? You're going to stand before God. If you know that this whole world's going to be dissolved in, in the end times and you're going to stand before God, I believe with all my heart you'd say, this is the kind of preaching I need. I need somebody to help me have a higher level of victory in my life. I've been playing games too long, excusing things too long. I need to get this. Amen. What manner of persons ought you to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Looking for and hasting under the coming. How many people do you know? Listen, you want to talk about few there be that find it? Even half of those ten that were pure, the virgins in Matthew 25, only half of them were ready. How many people you know are saying, come quickly, Lord Jesus? How many people you know really mean it? I'm going to be in heaven one day. Uh, I, I'm, this world is not, not what I want. This world is not, it's, it's, every day it's, I'm more and more homesick. Looking for and hasting unto the coming of a day of the God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, the elements shall melt with fervent heat. This is your New Testament. Nevertheless, we, according to the promise, to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth. You know what's going to be in a new heavens, a new earth, a new you. Not the old you. Unless you're born again, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Unless you're born, born, born again, you're not going to see the kingdom of God. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for, so for such things, be diligent. Be diligent. I'm pausing here. I, I hate that there's been so many people lying to churches telling you that it's okay. 
that just don't worry about it. Drag your sin the whole way. God's not going to see that. God's not going to see all your flesh and all your, all your life, just the same old life, just dressed up for church. I hate that people said, oh, don't worry. It's okay. You're fine. You said you were sorry. I hate that somebody lied to you. Amen. Because it's not about saying you're sorry. It's about repenting. That means turning away from it. Amen. That means that's not who I want to be anymore. I don't want to talk like that anymore. I don't want to act like that anymore. God, you give me victory over that. Hallelujah. Amen. You look at yourself in prayer. And the Word of God ought to be a mirror to you saying, God, that's got to stop. There's no excuse for it anymore. Amen. I want to bear fruit. I want my flesh to be crucified. Wherefore, beloved... Verse 14, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent. You know what diligent is? Work hard at it. This doesn't happen because you want it to. I love how some of you are so excited about this. If you're not excited about it, ask yourself, why are some of these so excited? Why are they so excited about hearing that God takes care of the devil, sin, and flesh so fully? Amen. Why are they so quick to get up and just rally behind this? Amen. Why is this something that they're loving? And why is it something that I'm kind of squirming about? Something I feel like I'm thinking maybe he's not really... Come on now. Be diligent. Be diligent. You, me, be diligent. This is something I got to work at. This is something it's not... I got a lot of things I like to do, but I got to be diligent about this. Amen. I might take some time with my hobbies. Amen. But I got to be diligent about this. That you may be found of him in peace. Without spot. Blameless. What's going to happen when he comes? Sometime in the middle of the night when you're in a bad mood. When your flesh has gotten the best of you. And you said, sorry, God. Just so casually. You didn't, it doesn't hurt you anymore that you fail. It doesn't cause you to weep tears that I'm not what I want to be. He said, be diligent that you be found in Him in peace, without spot and blameless. Does that sound like God's got a, a church, a bride that's just messed up and old life, old sin, old hang-ups, old addictions, old problems, and just all His grace and mercy says, nope. Say, well, the only way I can be blameless is in God, so it's, it's His grace and mercy. You're right. But it's not fake blameless. It's not some kind of idea of it. It's us being diligent, it says. Be diligent that you be found in Him in peace without spot and blameless. You know, you do have a promise. I'm trying to make this as clear as I can. You have a promise that when Jesus comes to get you, it's going to be at the least convenient moment. In an hour that you think not. What's he going to find? Ooh, I hope he doesn't come. What? That old life still living? That old life still alive? Crucify it. Get it on the cross. See, what I'm telling somebody here today is, and I just hardly even go a day without telling somebody somewhere, you got to be living in faith above your feelings, 
above your pride, above your thought process of all the things the enemy tries to bind. You've got to be living in faith that says, God, you paid the price. I don't need that in my life anymore. I don't need to be full of gossip. I don't need to be full of worrying about this and that. I don't need full of fear and anxiety. God, you paid the price. That's faith. And when it comes against you, you've got victory over it. Amen. You say you ever battle these things? Absolutely, but I got victory over it. What about you? Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5 says it this way. Wow. Ephesians 5. Oh, I feel it in my spirit. Praise God. I feel it so strong. I feel like God wants His church to know more than ever in these last days what He paid for. Amen. To tell you that the devil doesn't have victory over you. That the enemy's lied to you. Amen. That God's given you something, a great salvation. That you can have victory. You can be full of joy. You can be full of peace. You can be full of love. Amen. That's the Holy Ghost. Don't come in here and shout and speak in tongues and go home and bear works of the flesh. You can be patient. You can be gentle. Amen. You can be godly. Amen. Well, praise God. God bless you. Fruit of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank God you're shouting. But I'm telling you something. If you're shouting to fit in, if you're shouting because the pastor expects you to be shouting, help us, God. You need to shout because you got victory over the devil, victory over your flesh. You love this salvation. You love being a Christian. You can't wait to shout. You can't wait to praise God. You can't wait. Amen. Oh, yeah. You can tell. You can tell around you. Some people, they just are excited about it before they even came through the door. They're looking forward to giving God glory for the victory God gave them. Some people, they just, ah, this is what we do. Let's get it over with. Let's get it moving. Come on, preacher. Amen. Oh, praise God. God bless you. You can be seated. Man, I tell you, I, I, I thank God for the problems I got. I got to tell people, what? don't testify. So don't, You want to give God so much glory? You know, give somebody else a chance, you know. That's a good problem to have. Amen. I still want it fixed. I'm not saying. Did you turn to Ephesians 5? Look what it says. But we ought to be excited about God. We're so... God's church, He didn't bleed and die for a carnal church. He didn't bleed and die for somebody who just can't stand the heat. Of the fires of our trials. Amen. He'll give you. This is an exciting thing. He'll give you what you need. You just got to be able to get it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Some of you trying to figure out whether you need, you can shout and lift up your voice and praise God. I'm going to tell you, when you start realizing what he did for you on that cross, it won't be tough. Amen. You'll break out of that old way of uh, of being insecure, and, and you'll be able to say, Oh, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Fill me up, God. Fill me with your fire. Hallelujah. You, you're just not going to worry so much about what it sounds like to somebody else. And when you start speaking in that heavenly language, it's going to be all right. You're gonna, it don't matter what anybody thinks about it. It's the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 Praise God. God bless you. Ephesians 5. I didn't forget. Verse 27. That he might present it to himself a glorious church. 
God's wanting us to get be a glorious church. God's burning it in my heart. Hey, prepare a glorious church. God's just burning it in my I, I paid for a glorious church. Not a church that, that, that can't stand a, a, a trial, a test, a bump in the road, and all of a sudden, hey, where's your Holy Ghost? All of a sudden, God's testing you. God's wanting to, to take you up a little bit higher. Hey, I'm telling you, there's too, been too much over the years of people just going through the motions. It's time to bring forth fruit. But to have the fruit, you've got to have the root. He might present it to himself a glorious church. Listen to this, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing. But that it should be holy without blemish. That ought to cause some to tremble. Amen. It's got to be more than just on the surface. It's got to be more. Praise God. You've got to get that root in down deep. God sent John. And John told them, it's time to put the axe down to the root of the tree. John did that before the first coming. God's doing it now before, in this last time before the second coming. Get us ready to get out of here. Amen. He said, I'm going to send fire. Holy Ghost fire. Amen. And he said, some of that, he said, whose fan is in his hand. Remember that? A fan is, is kind of like a, a big old fork, like a pitchfork kind of. What they would do is go to this place. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. But it was a place of what they called winnowing. It was a place where there was a lot of wind. Praise God. The Holy Ghost is going to blow like a wind. Amen. It's like a fire and it's like a wind. Amen. They would go into this winnowing area after the, 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 the grain had been separated from the stalk and ground some. And they would throw this up in this windy place. And the, the fan would lift it up. And what would happen in that windy place is that the chaff would be separated from the grain. The chaff would blow away. Amen. But the grain would remain. Amen. God separating in us the things that are valueless, the things that are empty, the things that are not good fruit. God separating and purifying and purging His floor. Amen. He's purging His church of flesh that cannot just help you and bless you. It's holding you back. He's bringing you to that place of the Holy Ghost where it's going to separate everything that doesn't have value from the fruit that God wants to bear in you. Amen. Without wrinkle, any such thing, holy, without blemish. God's getting us ready. It's more, let me say this, it's more than just getting ready to get out of here. It's getting ready to do work. Getting ready to show this world we got something else. It's one thing, it's one thing to talk the talk. It's another thing to bring forth fruit. Amen. Things are dark, shine that light. Devil's fighting. Show him you've got more power than the enemy ever thought of. Amen. Hallelujah. You say you don't know how hard it, I know how hard it can get. I know how hard it can be. I've I've had hard times. I've been with friends that have been through hard times. I'm telling you, God is faithful. I've seen people just bawling their guts out in this church. Praise God. Just groaning and crying under hurt and heaviness, saying, I know it's God's with me. I know it's going to be all right. 
Amen. I'm not saying there won't be times of, of hurt and times of tears, but in it all, you can say, God's still good. God didn't let me down. God, hey, hey, if you say, hey, God, you do this, but you ever cross this line, I won't serve you. I'll tell you, I wouldn't put that before God. I'd say, God, I'm going to serve you no matter what. Hallelujah. I'm going to be your child. I'm going to love you. I'm going to follow you to the very end. God gave you enough of the Holy Ghost to make it through all that these went through and more. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's all remain standing. Praise God, Sister Katie, if you come. Oh, hallelujah. I tell you, I read my Bible and I see these people being thrown in lion's dens. Being beaten, praise God. Being, being just going through shipwreck and hatred and lies. And they got the Holy Ghost. They got the power of God. And God gives them victory. God gives them victory. God's got the same power for you. God's got that same victory, that same Holy Ghost for you. Hallelujah. Come on, reach out to Him right now. God, we love you. God, we praise you. Come on, let's find a place around this altar and reach out to God. Oh, yes, God's got victory for you. Are you how deep does this go in you?
get your attention. God's trying to get those roots down in you farther. It's got to be more. It's got to be more than just on the surface. It's got to be more than just... somebody that knows all the right things to say. They're looking for somebody that's got the root of this. A walk with God that is greater than the battles of the enemy. Oh, yes. Time to rise up and fight this fight. God's promised you victory. Oh, hallelujah. This, this salvation, the cross, the empty tomb, the power of the Holy Ghost, His name, His blood, His word, it's so much greater than everything the enemy brings against you. It's greater than your hardest battle. It's greater than your, your greatest weakness. God is greater. So many scriptures twisted. Try to use them as excuses for living beneath what God paid for. But I'm here to tell you this is a great salvation that God has purchased for you to give you victory over your flesh, victory over your past, victory over all the enemies come against your mind and your spirit. And God's got victory for you. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Oh, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. It's time to start pressing against the gates of the enemy. It's time to start fighting against. Hallelujah. Not just always defending and being pushed. It's time to push back. It's time for the church to bind together. Say it's time to get busy for the kingdom of God and not play defense all of our lives one half step away from failing. Oh no, that's not that's not this glorious church, the glorious salvation. Oh no. Hallelujah. Let's all stand, Father. Thank you. Thank you for a great price. Thank you, Lord, for, Lord, a great salvation. Thank you, Lord, that even in, Lord, troubled times there's a, Lord, there's a testimony of victory that you give us. I pray you help each one, Lord, to examine ourselves, to look at our lives, and to, Lord, to be fully yielded to you, surrendered fully to you, that our roots are right where they need to be. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for my brothers and sisters. I thank you for this beautiful time that we can spend together with you, God. I pray you bless each one. God, praying that you will just give us that guide us today, Lord, and just work in us and work through our lives. 
Lord, we give you all the glory, all the thanks. Keep us safe as we travel. We ask it all in Jesus' name.